three, two, one. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Jewish Boy Calls His Mother. I'm your host, Sadia Engster, and this is my mom, Ima. Hello, Ima. Hello. How are you doing today? Baruch Hashem and you. Thank God. Thank God. So today's topic, um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get you to listen to this song. But if anyone's listening, you might be familiar or you might not be familiar with an artist called Cardi B, who came out with this song recently called WAP. And it's the most disgusting, lewd song you've ever heard. But like, after I listened to it and I thought about it, she's just copying Missy Elliott, who was an artist in the early 2000s, who, same thing, had very lewd like intense songs and it's like and then then there was this other artist called Nicki Minaj who complained to the media that Cardi B stole her style and it's like I I don't think there's anything new under the sun and our topic tonight will be talking about music and how music really hasn't changed and I know we talked about this earlier today where you were you were telling me about how like classical music is obviously the best and rock music is just terrible i didn't say it was uh, terrible but i let me but i like rock music there's a lot of rock music that i like but it's like rock music is the quick fix and you know it um it can really you know how can i say it if it can really influence your mood very very quickly and it's it's like um, it's like candy, you might say, but rock music is one of these things where, let's face it, you know, you get a popular song and it's popular for a couple of weeks, and then after that, it's like people lose interest in it. Why? Because rock music is not the type of music you can listen to every single day for hours and hours and hours because there's not enough substance in it. Whereas classical music, like you could listen to a Beethoven symphony every single day for weeks on end. And every time you listen to it, you hear something new. You hear something different because there's so much, I guess, um, better word I'm looking for is it's more complicated. It's more, there's more substance to it. There's more variations and you can always pull out something new from it. As opposed yeah, to rock I, music, you can't do that. That Well, that, that comes with, that comes with anything that's complex, though. You know, like, you're listening to mainstream rock music. You're going to get that feeling of pop because that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're working with radio. You know, they're asking to make sure that it can play on the radio and it can grab the attention span of some 18-year-old girl, you know, who, like, is interested in, like, the latest fashion. So they're, they're, you're going to have that. But there's some rock. Like, there's some rock where, like, it is layered. You know, you, you have, of course, Pink Floyd, I was telling you about, mm-hmm. who a lot of their albums are not just, like, not just albums, but they're, it's a whole composition. You start to finish for 45 minutes. Is everything okay in the background? What's happening in the background? Um, nothing. Except um, one, of the, one of the kids is pouring some cereal. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you can you get go go into like a, a quiet? Is, is there any way to to for you to be secluded? Because I'm picking up the the audio and I'm trying not to have 
issues with it. Okay, well, I, um, it should be okay. I mean, it's, okay, you know, all right, it's really fine, it's here. fine, it's okay. Um, all right, no worries. It, it's it's just I'm trying to make sure the audio is is tight. Um, but what? Because we don't, I don't have the 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 program that we're on. We, there's nothing special. I'm just hit recording and we talk, and it's just I don't want to like have too much clatter in the in the background. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so like a lot of mu- a lot of music, you know, it's these albums are 45 minutes to like an hour long where you start from finish and you can hear it and you can listen to the whole thing. And like each part is is complex and and deep and, and very layered. Um, but I think what what is so interesting and this is something I feel like I think the majority of the population enjoys rock music and a lot I, I i don't mean to you know bash anybody that likes classical music but it just sucks it's just boring like well, I yeah, tried you can't, you can't make I that Saj. you can't make that listen i've heard people say that to, and what it is people who are saying oh classical music you know is boring they're they're drawing how can i say it they're painting it with one brush there's i've I tell, you, tell the truth i've come across some rock music that i found was boring um I've come across, yeah, I don't like all classical music, even though, you know, that is what my degree is in. And um, I'm very familiar. Of course, I'm obviously very educated in that area. But there's a lot of classical pieces that I have not liked either. So it's like. Well, no, I, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't mean to. And I don't mean to. I don't mean to paint such a broad brush. It's just that I, I tried to get into classical music. And I'm not sure if I haven't listened to the right one. You know, a lot of times for me. It's like I need to listen to the right one for me to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It can't just be anything. And I listen to like in Baltimore, ninety-one point five. You listen to all the classical music, and I could listen to it. And I try to like I for a long time, and 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 Yosef could attest to this. Where I tried, he he saw me do it. We, we were laughing, we were joking around about it a little bit. How like I tried very hard to like get into classical music, and I wanted to be like that classical music guy and that artsy guy and whatnot. And I tried so hard, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, part, just... part of it, quite honestly, is in the there used to be in the schools when I was growing up, um, my generation, we had music appreciation. And also anybody with a college degree had to take a standard music appreciation course where they basically learned the basic rudiments of um, music and they had to become familiar with well-known classical um well-known classical works and as a matter of fact i remember when aunt dan was in college um for her music appreciation final the teacher took a rec a you know a record a more just 72 rec rpm record that had main classical themes from main works and the final exam was him just dropping the needle and you had like a couple, like a minute to hear the main theme of that particular piece. And you had to write down where that main theme was from, what piece and the name of the composer. I, they don't, they don't, they don't do that anymore. Well, I mean, honestly, this is something that, again, this is more personal to, to me and a lot of other people um, going to these ultra Orthodox Jewish schools you don't learn anything. If you're a guy, 
you don't learn anything but Gemara or the Talmud, if anybody is curious to know. That's all you do from 7.30 in the morning. You have morning prayers. Then you start at 9 o'clock to 8.15 at night. So 7.30 in the morning to 8.15 at night. You're just doing, like, you have your English courses at, like, 1.30, 2 o'clock. But, like, the first four or five hours of your day, all you're doing is Gemara, day in, day out. And the rest is just basic, like, math, English, science, history. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no room. Besides the fact that, sadly, a lot of them think that, like, music appreciation is too secular. So you shouldn't have it because it's too secular. That you can't, like, do anything. But, like, that's, that's something that I kind of experienced. And the only way I could have music appreciation was when I left to Israel. And then I started getting into Chabad Nagunim which in case anyone's know uh, wondering what Chabad Nagunim are, they're more of um, musical incantations uh, that, that rabbis would start with their followers and they would sing it together. And a lot of it would be like, it's more like a four minute long, but you drag the four minutes to like an hour where like you get into this like meditative state of mind. So like I could get into Chabad Nagunim, no problem, where like you can sing a niggin, and you could just go ahead and, and get into that zone. Oh, where you can explain for the audience part. what a nigun. I like to I like to I don't like I like to pronounce it nigun. I, the Israeli pronunciation. Explain oh, for the audience what a nigun is. Well, a, a nigun. A, 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 well, nigun. is 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 how you pronounce it if you're using uh, Eastern European pronunciation. Uh, it's spelled in Hebrew nun yod gimel vav nun. And these are songs that most of the time were composed by the rabbis themselves. Sometimes they were actually, you know, old bar songs or one was composed by a mufti, I think. Uh, it's a very famous um, mm-hmm. wa- uh, song. That, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the songs were able to you use them to elevate your soul and to achieve a higher level of spirituality to maybe reveal uh, a part of godliness into this world. Well, some were, uh, some were even borrowed from um, the ethnic non-Jewish Yeah, um, I just said that. Songs. I said yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, I, what I thought was interesting, one time I was listening to WBJC, and I hear this symphonic piece that used... I'm listening to the themes that are in this particular symphonic piece. And it sounded like some themes that I was familiar with from Chabad Nigunim. And the announcer said that this was a Romanian symphony based on Romanian folk songs. Yeah. That, well, I was going to say there's this other um, folk song. I, I, well, it's not a folk song. Uh, so in Russia, the Russians were persecuting these um, these Muslim this Muslim group I don't know what it's what their name is called and I, I, I don't want to butcher it but there was this Muslim group and the the head of the uh, of the the Muslim group I think it was a mufti or a, a, a Saladin I think the name was called and he was thrown into prison and when he was thrown into prison he was he was singing, uh, a, a song he composed reminiscing of the the beautiful natural um, life that he was living when he was free. 
And Echassid was was nearby and heard him sing it. And then he related to his Rebbe. I think it was the, the fifth about Rebbe or the fourth about Rebbe. This happened in the late 1800s. Is and this Schmelke's Nagun? Schmelke? Yeah. I maybe. I don't know. I don't I didn't know. I never heard it was called Schmelke. Because the story I heard was a little bit different. Not that this guy was a Mufti, but the story I heard I read that um this guy was actually a robber that had been captured. No, 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 no. He wasn't a robber. Maybe something different. No, he was a rebel. He was a rebel because the Russians were trying to take over a certain part, certain certain piece of land. And he was and he was one of the rebels that was undermining their authority. Uh-huh. And then he was caught um, and then thrown into prison. Uh-huh. And then he was sing, singing about the countryside that he missed. And then a chassid heard him sing it. And then he went, the, the chassid went over to, uh, I think, the fifth or the fourth Labab Jerebi and told him about it. And so they turned it into a whole song. Mm-hmm. And it's named after him, too. I'd have to figure this out. I'd. I, I don't know if I can pause this or whatnot and check on Wikipedia, but it's a whole it's a mm-hmm. whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. It's, if, if anyone's interested, it's it's I don't know what it's called, but yeah. So like that's that's the whole point of what a nigun really is, and that's what I like. For me, I can easily relate to, and I can see the depth in it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times if people would hear a nigun, they'd get bored, they get tired, they get annoyed by it because they don't understand. And I think that's what you mean, where it's like. Like people only, only get bored of it because you don't understand the complexity of it or the depth of it. Mm-hmm. And that and that's why, like, I, it's so important to understand the depth of it. And like, it's just it's part of the deal when you unfortunately have people that aren't fully informed. But in a weird, twisted, twisted way, the advantage is now you have just their natural inclination with unbiased opinion, what they feel is good. And I think that that speaks volumes as well, where it's like, this is unbiased. You know, I wasn't taught how to love something. It's kind of like Jackie Mason had this joke where it's like, you never understood beer. Beer tastes disgusting. You know, you have to have, have, when you drink a beer, you have to go ahead and and you have to have an acquired taste for beer. Uh You don't don't get an acquired taste with a potato chip. You just know it tastes good. (laughs) And I think, I think in a way it's like good music People know it's good. You don't need to be, you don't need to acquire a taste to it, you know. And I think that's happening nowadays, where unfortunately the the arts is being stripped, and you know a lot of a lot of musical appreciation is, is being removed. But I think people still want to make music. Still, people still thrive and strive to create music. It's it's a connection to the soul, you know. Yes. It's, it's it's why. Mm-hmm. It's why some people or a lot of people are very particular on who they listen to, because when you listen to that person, you connect to their soul when you listen to their music. And that's why it's so important to who you listen to. And if it's a person that's, you know, like good or not good, you know, which which brings me to another point. You like Wagner as a as a composer. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's, but, a, there's, a, there's a lot of them um, like Overture to, to Rainsy, like the uh, top. Tannhäuser, the average to Tannhäuser. Mm-hmm. But like they yeah. played that shit in Auschwitz. I can't, some listen. Somebody else comes along and bastardizes a piece of no. Art. He was a flat out anti semite. can enjoy it. Yeah. Well, no, I understand. It's just it's the the idea is it's a very common debate of do you separate the artist from the art? It's so true. Yeah. You know, like watching a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> 
It's like it's it's like watching these things. Do you separate the artist and the art? I, I believe in separating the artist and the art. I think you. Oh, can. definitely. Yeah. I think I think you you, I mean, if you you if you constantly, again, this is something that we talked about. I think in a in a in a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. But like when you constantly have this idea that everyone has to be perfect before you get to like listen to them or appreciate them or be a part of their life. I mean, like Gandhi slept with like little girls. <laughs> you know, he he. His idea was being able to control his instincts, his sexual urges. So he was in bed. He was in bed, but never touched or anything like that. But he was in bed with with girls. So that's always kind of weird. It's always just kind of off. It's just I, everybody. I, I want to go back to like we were going when we were discussing um, people's you know taste in classical music. But I think it's funny is how, how many people say, "Oh, I hate classical music." Yet um, your ringtone is eighteen twelve overture by Tchaikovsky. Um, and they look at you and they go, well, I didn't know that was classical music. Then one time, there, there, I have an interesting story that I want to tell. Um, that one time uh, I got a phone. I, this is before the age of um, cell phones. And I get a call on the telephone from you know telemarketer. And I was listening to WBJC and they were playing um, the Triumphal March from Aida. And so the telemarketer starts to give me his sales pitch. And all of a sudden he stops. And he says to me, my goodness, he goes, that's such beautiful music you have in the background. Do you mind putting the phone next to your radio so I can listen to it? I said, sure, no problem. I put the phone receiver next to the uh, radio and, you know, for a good few minutes and picked it up. He said, thank you so much. That was beautiful music. What was that? I told him it was the Triumphal March from the Opera Aida by Giuseppe Verdi. And he said, you know, he says, he says to me that he felt so badly that he said, you know, by that time, um, classical music, not classical music, but music appreciation in general, the music appreciation courses have been practically virtually eliminated from the public school curriculum. And he said he didn't know that such beautiful music even existed. Wow. That I, and I think that's what, I think that's what it's all about. It's, it's just discovering new stuff. And, and, and that's what I've said before. And it's like, like if something's good, you don't have to explain it being good. It's similar to architecture, really. Um, in architecture, you have like you have sometimes you have architecture and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And then you have some architecture where it's totally like disgusting. It's total shit. Like it's I can't express how much it's disgusting and you'll have all these academic people explaining how beautiful it is doing all this detail and that detail i'm like no don't try to like put lipstick on a pig don't try to tell me <laughs> that this is something that that's that's all beautiful and and and, and nice and, and and whatnot when clearly i can tell it's it's disgusting it's something that that's i think mm-hmm. that maybe mm-hmm. that bothers me i think most people where it's like you have these you have these like highly intellectual people these 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 I don't want to say higher ups. It just sounds like you know, like, it's the one percent bird. But like these people that clearly feel like they're the ones that are on top, and they tell you how it's supposed to be, and how <laughs> this is supposed to be art. Yeah. This is supposed to be beauty. Mm-hmm. And and you look at it, and you're like, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. Don't go ahead and <laughs> tell me that like that. Uh, uh, no joke, no joke. I I was reading some articles about certain art performances and whatnot, and uh-huh. one of them was like a guy literally masturbated on a camera and then the, from from his semen he put it on the lens oh, and then gosh. etched out etched out some kind of like drawing sick. and like used it as some kind of 
like like what it like stop what the fuck are you doing just, what the fuck are yeah. you doing this is this is being provocative you're just being disgusting do you know there was um the song um are you reeling in the ease stowing away the time there's a line in there that goes the weekend at the college didn't turn out as you planned what passes for knowledge i don't understand <laughs> so true yep passes for yep. knowledge it's just, and again, this is why some people are getting frustrated with the college, you know, in general, just just the college programs, because people go to go to college and you're supposed to they're supposed to come up with new ideas. They're supposed to be coming there and being educated. And all they come out with is bullshit degrees and thousands of dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like mm-hmm. college isn't even getting you a job anymore. It's not mm-hmm. getting you anywhere. It's just something. It 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 was a nice idea. It turned into a bad habit that no one can kick right now. It's like mm-hmm. it's like they have to go to college. They have to go ahead and 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 like get their degree. But like that's only because you don't know what else to do. Because right because you you were you were told how to think all these years in in, in high school and, and elementary school and middle school, like you were told how to think. And now you're trying to figure out who you are. So at like 18, we just say, okay, by this time you have to decide what you're going to be for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, it's why I feel like there's, I'm glad I did, but people should take a gap year before they think of going to college. Just a total gap year. You're totally off doing absolutely nothing or, or living abroad or doing whatever, but you're not thinking about college. You're just thinking about yourself. And, and because you really... I, I at least f- from my experience, like if you don't have that time, you will lose yourself into some kind of like system thinking that that's your identity now. Saj, I can't agree with you more. I have seen so much of that where people without any direction or inclination of what they want to do with their lives will just go to college and wind up at the end with nothing but a bunch of courses and no real degree and no real uh, training for any type of profession. I think the only reason anyone should have for going to college is if you are interested in a profession that requires a college degree. And if you're not interested in a profession that requires a college degree, there are a lot of very well-paying jobs out there that only require one or two years of basic training in that particular, um, for that particular vocation. I met a man when I was in Israel with your father a few years ago. The man was a retired lumberjack. Now don't start singing the song, okay? Okay, I won't, <laughs> I won't. He was from Oregon. He had a high school degree. He, this man as a lumberjack was explaining to me that it's not just chopping down trees. You have to know what kind of tree you're dealing with. Every single species of tree has a different way of having to chop it down or you're going to totally ruin the wood. It's a whole science and you have to know what you're doing. This man was, when he was working, he was retired now, but when he was working, was earning $175,000 a year. Wow. I thought to myself, why did I bother going to college? <laughs> yeah, well that's that well for me, for me personally, it's like I have a, I have an associate's degree 
in rabbinical law. I have a bachelor's degree in Talmudic law, and I have a master's degree in architecture, and I have been unemployed for almost a year. <laughs> it's and and like my my and and people in my profession complain about the same thing I'm complaining about, where it's like you get laid off like every other Tuesday, and there's no job security. Where it's like you really have to have passion for this for for this like type of profession because this is absolutely ridiculous. It's it it's really really rough and really hard, and it's like. Like I had moments where I was even questioning, like, why am I doing this? Why did I do this? And I gotten past it now. I've learned how to go with the flow, and and I've gotten better at at at, at working it on on my craft and whatnot. And but it's just, I totally. If I hear somebody that wants to get into architecture or wants to get into one thing or another, I'm like, don't waste your time. You you really, it's. It's just you, you, you get taught and you get told that this is the only thing like out there. Like this is the only option. And and I, I think people are slowly like waking up to that where like this isn't our only option. You don't have to constantly go to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit past our time, but I think we had a great session today. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Ima. I love you. Um, and I'll talk to you, God willing, soon. I love you too, honey. And, be, and since this program is entitled Jewish Boy Talks to His Mother, so be careful what you're eating. Better eat healthy. Make oh my God, you, ju- you just sound like Bubby, by the way. <laughs> For a split second, you just sound like Bubby. No joke. No joke. Get to behave yourself. I'll tell you. You're a good boy. <laughs> I will. I will. All right. I love you. Love you, honey. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share. I really appreciate it. And my mother does too.